Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast. This is season three, episode one, entitled Faith in Hard Times. I'm Steve Smith, your host, and I'm the author of the Live From Rest Christian Meditation app. In these podcasts, we like to take time to explore the ancient art of being. I'm sorry we've not been around for a while, but we are back. And today we are exploring faith in hard times. And we're considering that it's actually okay to have doubt. We'll even be hearing that without doubt, you cannot have faith. In a short while, I'm going to play an interview that I had with Nikki Gumbel that was recorded a few weeks ago. Many of you will know or know of Nikki. He's the vicar of Holy Trinity Church in London. He's well known internationally as the pioneer of Alpha, which really is an incredible program that has introduced Jesus to literally millions of people across the world. Nikki also heads a church planting movement that's transformed countless churches across the United Kingdom and has also authored the Bible in One Year app. I was using the Bible in One Year app recently and whilst reading the prophecy of Habakkuk uh, some months ago, I was struck by the concept in the journey of faith that it's really okay to doubt or to have doubts. Habakkuk's book is tucked away at the end of the Old Testament and Habakkuk's been referred to as the doubting prophet. This man lived in a bleak and dark time and much of his three chapters is a cry to God saying, where are you God? What are you doing? Or maybe more to the point, why aren't you stepping in and helping? But the book's great conclusion is to say that though things are tough, we can nevertheless rejoice in God, our Saviour. So let me read Habakkuk's words in chapter 3. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Saviour. And what a challenge that is. It is a challenge, but it's also a great encouragement. Before I play the interview, I've got a quote that I really love that I also read in the Bible in One Year app, which I think makes a good introduction to the theme. Faith is the bird that feels the light and sings when the dawn is still dark. It's such a good description of faith to sing whilst it's still dark, knowing that the light is coming. And it's so relevant to so many of us living in dark and challenging times. For those of us in the UK, these days have been described as the most difficult since World War II, and other countries have had their economies devastated by the pandemic, in addition to all the grief that there is around at this time. So let's hear that quote again. Faith is the bird that feels the light and sings when the dawn is still dark. So with that, let's hear the interview with Nikki. 
Well, Nikki Gumbel, thank you so much for joining me yet again for our Live From Rest podcast. Delighted to be with you, Steve. It's um, so good to have you. We had great feedback from your previous interview. That was a few months ago. And I'm sure the same will apply this time. Nikki, I'd like to talk to you about the whole issue of faith in hard times. It was actually when we spoke last time, it was the beginning of lockdown. And now over six months later, well over six months later, we're in lockdown again. And I know that these are really hard times for many, if not most, people are facing financial difficulties, health concerns, relationship issues, mental health struggles, all really as a result of of the epidemic. And I was um, really impressed with what you wrote in the Bible in one year, a few weeks ago in relation to Habakkuk chapter three. They're, they're pretty well-known verses. Though the fig tree doesn't blossom, there's no fruit on the vine, so much difficulty, yet I will rejoice. And, and the question I w- I'd love to talk to you about is, you wrote about faith and doubt. You said that faith and doubt are not opposites. They're two sides of the same coin. And that sort of took me by surprise at first. But I thought I was really, really interested in what you had to say. So maybe you could expound on, on that concept for us, please. Well, uh, without, without doubt, you can't have faith mm. because two plus two equals four. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. It's self-evident that there's no doubt about that. So you don't need any faith to believe that two plus two equals four. Mm. The fact that your wife or your children love you requires faith. There's doubt about it. You know, you can, you could say to me, my wife loves me. Mm -hmm. And I can say, well, are you sure? And uh, you can say, yeah, I'm absolutely sure. You know, she's been with me for 30 years. Uh, She always tells me she loves me, but maybe, maybe she feels she has a duty to tell you that she loves you. Maybe she's doing that because she feels that's the right thing for a wife to do. Yeah, but she looks after me. Yeah, but maybe she's only doing that. Maybe she doesn't really love you. Mm. You know, there's always, you can, I could always argue a case. I can't argue a case that two plus two doesn't equal four. Love, love is similar to faith in the fact that it's open to doubt. And love couldn't be love if it wasn't open to doubt. You you can only have love through free will and there's always that element of doubt. And the same is true of faith. And we have to feed our faith and starve our doubts, not starve our faith and feed our doubts. So, So that's why... Faith and doubt are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. When um, when times are tough, when you're facing all the sort of difficulties I mentioned earlier, financial, health, whatever it may be, it's so easy, isn't it, to to reflect on the challenges. Yeah. But God calls us to feed our faith. Yeah, I think that's really important at this time. I'm preaching to myself, really, but if you just constantly watch the news, you're feeding your, your fears. Yeah. Whereas if you feed on the Word of God, you're feeding your faith. Yeah. And do you mind me asking, Nikki? I know you, you've had your own challenges, haven't you, this year with, with Pippa, your wife's health, yeah. with all the concerns of COVID. Could you say how that's worked out for you in practice? Yeah, I mean, she had lung cancer almost exactly a year ago. And she had um, very early stages of lung cancer. And she, but she had 25% of... Well, you're a doctor, aren't you? So hmm. you know yeah. about these things. She had 25% of her lungs removed. Well, um, so, um, but lungs, as you know, grow. So, uh, hopefully, that not completely back, but but a lot back. And yeah, I know she's been coughing a lot. It's, of course, COVID is a concern for us. Mm. Yeah, and it's not always easy. And and yeah, we do have 
fears. I've definitely had fears. And, you know, I, I felt that when, um, I don't know whether I said this last time, but when, when it first happened, I went out one day very early on with, and I was, I was feeling very, very frightened for her. And I felt the Lord saying, where is your faith? Mm. Why are you so afraid? And that's the words, of course, that Jesus spoke when the storm got up on the Lake of Galilee and the disciples were afraid. Mm. And Jesus seemed to be asleep. He was asleep, um, but um, uh, he was in the boat. Yeah. And that's yeah. The, the key thing. And yeah, no, I do, I do struggle, mm. uh, you know, when the cough gets worse and the, it's a worrying time. But I, you know, I have to feed my faith yeah. and focus on the fact that Jesus is in the boat. Yeah, that's a, that's a great picture because there, there will be many people for sure listening to this who are going through some sort of storm and it's somehow yeah, choosing to believe that he's in the boat. Um, you, you'll obviously remember the name David Watson. I, I, I guess you may have known him. He was a, a really well-known Anglican preacher. Yes, I knew him. Not well, but I knew him. I was looking, I don't know, for some reason I was going through some YouTube clips and, and I found one of him speaking and he spoke about how he always goes back to the resurrection. So when, he, when, he, when he's challenged, when, he, when yeah. he's facing a concern or a doubt, for him, he goes back to the resurrection, the, the sort of cast iron evidence for that there is for the resurrection. And I, and I was thinking, I, I guess most of us have got something that we pin our faith on. And maybe for some people, it's an encounter they've had with God, maybe a healing, a prophetic word, or whatever it may be, that something, something that convinced them that Jesus is real. Have you got any thoughts on that, on how we can remind ourselves? Yeah, I think, I think David Watson was right to go back to the resurrection, because I think that is ultimately what our faith is based on, mm. the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Um, and if the resurrection happened it suggests that there's a god and that that and that god is to be seen in terms of through the lens of jesus mm. so that's for me is is absolutely critical and then of course there are the ex life experiences for me it's growing up as an agnostic atheist coming to faith at 18 through reading the new testament that experience of like jesus emerging from the pages of the new testament and then all the ways that that I sense that he's led me. So, and all the, uh, but so you can look back on, on all of that, but ultimately, and the experiences of the Holy Spirit and so on. But I think ultimately, if you ask me for one thing, it would be the rest. I think like David, I, David mm. Watson is a good ally to have. He was a very wonderful man. Yes. Yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, when you've got a lot of things persuading you that you're alone and the storm is, is just so bad and you can't really sense that Jesus is in the boat, then you somehow go back to whatever it may be, the resurrection or your experiences of life to remind yourself, don't you? Let me just read something else that you wrote in, in relation to how we respond to our hard times. You wrote these, you, these words, you said, God is concerned not so much about the harvest as about your heart. Even if you can find nothing else, you can rejoice over your relationship with the Lord. Habakkuk says, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my saviour. No, I mean, it's a hard thing to do, but, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I first was really struck by Habakkuk at the time. Uh, I guess I was probably about 19 or 20. I was going through a really, really difficult time. But I, I read those verses, you mm -hmm. know, just whatever happens, 
even if there's no fruit on the vine, what you can do is rejoice in the Lord. And we, we just constantly have to go back to that. Although it's hard because things that you can see are much more visible by definition sure. um, and they're more concrete. And to, to actually rejoice in a relationship with someone that you can't see mm. is very hard when um, the things that you can see are not going well. Yeah. That brings us to that great definition of um, faith, doesn't it, in Hebrews 11. You know, faith is the evidence of things not seen. Yeah, that's what faith is about. Yeah. That's why faith. If it was see, I mean, Paul says, if you, if you could see it, it wouldn't be faith. No. It's the same going back to, there wouldn't be any doubt if you could see it. Yeah. If Jesus was actually here physically, uh, it would be different. But we only see him with the eyes of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Yes. That, that's that's much that's what faith is about yeah there's there's a well-known set phrase isn't there seeing is believing um i guess most people have heard that and then i i just saw that turned on its head believing is seeing yeah that's exactly exactly what saint augustine said he, he said it's not that i i understand in order that i might believe i believe that i might understand mm. And, um, or he could have said, I believe, in order that I might see. And definitely, that's the way around it works. Sure. You, you have to believe in order to understand. You have to believe in order to see. Yeah, it's a challenge, isn't it? It's a challenge and it's a choice. A choice to commit yourself to believing. And you said, yeah, resolve to rejoice whatever the circumstances. Even if that's the only thing you can do. And that, that's Habakkuk. I will rejoice in the Lord. And um, it is, as you say, it's a choice. When my, my, one of my very best friends died on the squash court in front of me, Mick Hawkins, age 42, leaving six children, there wasn't much to rejoice about. It was, it was absolute. And I didn't feel particularly the, the presence of God mm. close at that moment. Or it, but I did go out at five o'clock in the morning, of course, without sleeping the, yeah. through the night and say, I, will, I don't think I'll ever understand why. Mm. But, I'm choosing to keep on believing. It was very much a choice. And it still is that choice. It's a choice. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to keep on believing. Sure. Oh, that's wonderful. Nikki, maybe you could lead us in a prayer, um, particularly for those listening who may well be going through hard times, that we might, whatever happens, keep our eyes on the Lord and be able to have the courage and whatever we need to, to rejoice rather than to complain. Yeah. Could, you, could you lead us in a prayer? Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things. It's so easy to say when things are going well, mm. just people who are going through hard times, just keep trusting. But um, it's much harder when we're experiencing ourselves. Um, yeah. And uh, Lord, I want to pray for anyone listening here right now who's going through a tough time, a time of testing that you would help them to keep on believing, keep on putting their trust in you, keep on rejoicing in the Lord in spite of the circumstances. Mm. Though the fig tree does not blossom and there's no fruit on the vine, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. And pray that you give them peace right now. Yeah. Come, Holy Spirit, mm. Come on. and bring your peace, your love and even joy in jesus name amen amen, amen. oh well nikki thank you 
Thank you so much. Sorry, I think there's someone doing some, some hoovering in the garden. Oh, don't worry. Hoovering <laughs> up some leaves. Not to worry. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast and I will be knocking on your door for more. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining us today on this podcast. Please do share this with your friends and family and also find us and share us on social media. And do also use our Live From Rest app, which is a great way to feed your faith. And so may God bless you to feel the light that will enable you to sing while the dawn is still dark. We'll be back in touch very soon. Bye for now.